0: You are locked on at the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member of MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, and registered voter for Luka Doncic. What you got for me,
2: Isaac Harris? Registered voter. What? <laughs> just hats off to all the MFFLs out there in the world. Um, I just, I'm just, i so proud. Like I'm a proud dad right now. <laughs> I just feel... Um, <coughs> One, there's there's a lot of people that call Luca his, like their son as like a joking thing. I feel like in my heart, the only person that can call Luca their son is Kirk, because <laughs> Kirk was like the originator. Like Kirk was the like first dude. The original. For as far as Mavs people that I remember really pushing for him hard uh, at the very 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 beginning, and uh, now a lot of people has adopted the "my son, he is my son" thing. And okay, whatever. <clears throat> but anyway, I tweeted that out outside. I'm like, man, I'm so proud of MFFL's, uh, person, uh, tweeted back at me and said, yeah, be proud of real Madrid also. And I'm like, yes, I am. But I would assume they're, they're an MFFL now also. <laughs> um, uh, yes, that there are a lot of new Mavs fans, uh, across the world. Uh, probably, but, uh, I know it's a player driven league, but well, yeah, or at least Mavs fans vicariously through Luca. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Man, shout out to all the Luka voters out there.
0: Shout out. Luka Doncic currently, after Second Returns came out on Thursday, has more all-star votes, fan votes, than Steph Curry.
2: (laughs) Which is quite remarkable. I never thought he would ever... Well, one, I didn't think he would get this many votes. Like... uh, uh, over KD and AD, but like even when the first returns came, I'm like, all right, like I love the Luka hype and we we will back this forever. I don't think he'll ever pass. Like he'll ever have as many votes as Steph or LeBron. Like those are just the faces of the league. And man, was I wrong. <laughs> I never thought in a million years he'd have more votes than Steph Curry, uh, because Steph Curry is the uh, is every, whatever kid and every person uh, feels like everybody knows Steph. And he's probably the most popular. And yeah they, yeah uh, most popular for sure i mean i still have people that uh, i mean i still i, I walk in a, uh, a bunch of different life circles of different types of people and uh, i still walk into some circles with people that i uh, still get questions of man who's this uh who's the european kid for the mavericks this year They're doing <laughs> yeah really good and i'm like okay but if i said steph curry or lebron they would know who they are so yeah it, it's it's absolutely crazy uh the publicity around Luke already. And Steph Curry.
0: It. Oh, I know him. His wife has all those uh, those pots and pans and dishes at Target.
2: The husband. The husband of the of Aisha. <laughs> oh, it that's is. Riley's dad. <laughs> just like, just like I told my wife the other. My wife is a huge Sandra Bullock fan. It's like our favorite actress. And Does she have a <laughs> blindfold on right now. <laughs> I was with uh, some high schoolers some the cosplay. other day, and we were talking uh, about Bird Box. And they're like, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Oh, she was nothing. The Bird Box lady, yeah, she was nothing until Bird Box. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, so I tell my wife that, and she like cringed. She's like, she's not the Bird Box lady. (laughs) (laughs) It's not who she is. It does Um, not define her. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But anyway, that's pretty funny. All
0: right, today on the podcast, what we're getting to is obviously we're going to talk about the All Star voting, the second returns. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Uh, I think what it the shot. What was
2: in my heart. that? Sound like you're playing some xylophone or something.
0: <laughs> got my steel drums in here that I, I'm tuning. I'm tuning my steel drums. <laughs> it was a water bottle. Um, we will also talk about Mark Stein's appearance on Ben and Skin. So two guys talking about guys talking about guys in the NBA. We will talk about that, and then we'll also get to uh, some voicemails. We got some voicemails that we want to get to. It's Fan Pulse Friday, so we're gonna take the pulse of the fan in that way we're only
2: uh, gonna throw a couple in there because we wanted to cover this dying thing and they all start thing all
0: right if you send in a voicemail that is more than one minute long we will not play it and we got a three minute one today so i just wanted to let you guys know that don't get your feelings hurt it's just too long and uh some of them it's some of them are kind of hard to hear so that's don't get your feelings hurt if we don't play yours it's uh and nick is not gonna spend the time editing your voicemail yeah i'm not <laughs> um and no profanity I'm, I'm taking all the profanity ones out too so I understand, like after that Knicks loss, I understand, I could understand, and I bleeped <laughs> some of it and took some of it out, but they're a little bit better than than. Maybe sometime we'll
2: open the pod, we'll open the voicemail after a crazy loss and just be like, "All right, guys, unload." <laughs> we should have the other night, um, we should have
0: the other night, but we didn't have fan Paul's Friday till now. So, all right, the All Star voting. So, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Luca now has the second most. He still has the second most votes among Western Conference frontcourt players. He has 2.2 million votes. LeBron has 2.7 million votes. By the way, Luka has more votes now than the population of Slovenia. So uh, I know we mentioned that as a cause. Luka just has all of Europe kind of behind him and backing him in, these, in this voting. And uh, Luka currently has 360,000 more votes than Paul George. 500,000 more votes than Kevin Durant, 655,000 more votes than Anthony Davis. That's unbelievable. It's wild. He also has 125,000 more votes than Steph Curry.
2: (laughs) How many more than Derrick Rose, though? That's all I care about. (laughs) How many more than Dwayne Wade, really? That's all we're we're asking. (laughs) Gosh, I can't stand Dwayne Wade. So Um,
0: so Luca basically, so he went from 679,000 in the first returns to 2.2 million. That means he got 1.5 million votes in one week.
2: I want to know some um, <clears throat> if you have some crazy voting stories for Luca out there. Like if you have any type of just maybe some things some crazy circumstances you went you went to to like vote for Luca. Like I went on like, to my wife's Google account, her Gmail account, and I voted for Luca. You created multiple accounts you like travel to another town to for like a, I don't know, an internet cafe when you're on vacation or something, just to like vote for him. If you have some cool, crazy story like that, let us know. I would like to hear some some crazy voting Luca stories. Um, what
0: no, I just don't think that any of those exist because it's by Google <laughs> and your Google account. But if those exist, I would like to know them as well. All right, can I,
2: <laughs> can can I? can we can i just take 30 seconds for truth serum and let me just admit something all right go ahead if this was not somebody on our team i would be complaining about it uh, obviously it. this was zaza <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm just saying that there there's a lot of maps fans right now that are just being <clears throat> that are not uh, like I, I i absolutely love it but should uh, Luca be an All Star starter over um, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis or KD or something like that? Probably not, not not right now. His rookie season. So I just want to say I fully love every bit of this, and I will still vote every single day. Sure, and we Isaac, will push sure. this charge, but I fully understand all the other fans and all the complaints about hey, he, you know. He shouldn't be a starter over some of the others. But there's another side to it also of saying, hey, this game is about entertainment. And this game is about fun and what the fans want. And and he is very fun and uh, very entertaining and all that stuff too. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting how it all plays out with the coaches and players. And um, if he even is a starter, if he's not a starter, will he get you know, brought in as a reserve and how how we can go from this right now. Mavs fans have this, um, desire and this uh, passion right now of saying, you know, Oh my gosh, he could be a captain. If we go from, he could be a captain to he's not even an all-star. That's going to be rough for some Mavs fans. Yeah. So there's also the, the media vote and the player vote that still has to happen. We're not really sure how
0: all that works out. We know it's 50% fan vote and then 50% of the other two split. Um, so, like, if Luka gets, you know, the, the fan vote, and then he doesn't get the media vote and the players vote, then, like, what happens? Like, if AD – so, AD right now is in, is essentially outside of the fan vote right now because there's three front court spots. So, uh, it would be Luka, LeBron, and Paul George. So, uh, no, Durant is even out of the <laughs> – Durant is the one out right now. So, So, Durant is out of the fan vote, but he gets the player vote and the media vote, which he will then you're tied at that point. So I don't know how all that works. Is it weighted? Does it, you know, I think the only guaranteed way that Luca will be absolutely in purely by fan vote is if he's a captain. I think that's the only way as far as I understand.
2: Yeah, it's just a matter of the order of things. Do they determine, hey, whoever has the most votes will be an automatic captain, automatic all-star? Or do they take all the votes, they finish the all-star process, and then say, okay, after the 25% and 25% of coaches and players here are the all-star starters. And then they take the highest voter of those starters right then. Then that, yeah, it's just a,
0: like imagine if all
2: the jerseys had to say team Luca on them,
0: (laughs) that'd be funny. We would have to buy them all. (laughs) Just buy buy them all. (laughs) I'd buy an Anthony Davis team Luca Jersey.
2: (laughs) Um, Kyle Kuzma should not be on this list. DeMarcus Cousins should not be on this list. Uh, Draymond, no. I actually like that Steven Adams is getting love, and I actually like that Paul George has more votes than KD and AD. Not that you know, I'd probably take the other two over him, but he's having a remarkable season, and uh, I think it's awesome that he's getting some love for that. Sure. Derrick Rose, no, please stop. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh... I have very, I have a lot of fiery, hot takes on Derrick Rose and the love that Derrick Rose has gotten this year, and um, it really frustrates me. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Lin, probably no. Goran uh, Dragic, Dragic, sorry, Dragic. Stop, we're not, we're not going down that route.
0: Nope. Uh, and then uh, um, and then Vince Carter. Sorry, sorry about it. Pascal Siakam getting votes, bunch of votes.
2: I just want to say, okay, the the Dragic thing. Somebody tweeted us and said, "Come on, guys, do your homework." We podcast. Every single night, we're coming up on our 500th episode, okay, (laughs) on one podcast in which we literally talk about, I don't know, how many names we talked about that one night, trades and all this stuff, fake trades and all this different stuff. If it's a Mavs player, I kind of understand coming at us and saying, hey, figure out your your pronunciation. But if it's a random player across the league and we're just tossing names out there and we mispronounce it, it's going to (laughs) happen. It's gonna happen on my part at least. Yeah, I just don't take offense to it
0: anymore. it, just, it happens. Uh, no. it happens to the best of the best. So all right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's uh let's talk about what Mark Stein had to say on Ben and Skin because some of it is uh some of it's a little juicy. Ooh. ooh. All right, Isaac. So Mark Stein, the great Mark Stein, went on Ben and Skin 1053 the fan uh, on Thursday. And he had a lot to say, and some of it's been talked about on Twitter, but we're gonna talk about it here. Um he talked about the idea of, then they asked him about the idea of Luka drawing in free agents. That idea of of him being a draw for other players, big players around the league wanting to play with him. Uh, Mark Stein said that a lot of these star free agents, they all make these decisions. This is not news, obviously, but they make these decisions based on friendships and long-term relationships. And, uh, and not sure that Luka is going to be that big of a draw because they're seeing these guys make these decisions based on like Kevin Durant made his decision based on, you know, well, I, you know, I, I like those guys in Golden State and I want the best basketball place for me. And Paul George made his decision based on, you know, Russell Westbrook. And it's just, it's interesting to start thinking that way because the Mavs are going to have a lot of cap space this summer. And Luca has friendships in the league. We've, we see him, you know, be close with some of the, the big stars around the league, but I'm not sure that he's there with a lot of these guys. So I just thought that was an interesting no.
2: point yeah no and and we've tried to caution Mavs fans on this like there is a complete difference of the LeBrons and ADs and uh, people of the world that you say you know oh Luca he's a special kid like man he's he's already playing well and all this stuff there's a big difference between that and hey I'm gonna go sign for four years to play with the kid that that's a completely different ball game so yeah we we we've both said hey Stay really hesitant and uh, caution on the, hey, Luke is great right now, so therefore we have a lot of money and we can we are on the same playing field as some other big teams because we have a star already. It's not really that case yet. It also does not hurt their chances at all. <laughs> no, no, no. It definitely helps in the long term, but it's just going to take probably a little bit uh, in the league of him just establishing it, doing a little bit more stuff like that.
0: And it seems like he's a guy that has friendships, you know, with like Deandre and we've seen with, you know, other guys around the league, they're just his age. You know, they're not these these guys yeah. that are becoming free agents that are out so out of their rookie contract and stuff like
2: that I think so. yeah, I think you would have to you'd have to hit on a on a free agent that is in their like mid twenties, something like that, compared to like a, a Jimmy Butler type in their thirties, yeah. you know, something like that. That that that's where the different like if Aaron Gort I just use him, if he hit free agency this summer or something like that. Even though he's, you know, a good you know, three, four, five years older than Luca, it's still in that same ballpark to where I could see somebody like that saying, "Oh, I think it'd be awesome to go play with Luca right now, in my prime." Compared to a guy past thirty years old, something like that. Right.
0: He also mentioned, and this is the thing that's been talked about the most, uh, his report earlier this uh, this month about Dennis Smith Jr. and talking with you know, other teams. Uh, he he just basically told the story on on December twentieth. So this is you know, well, you know, 30 days ago uh, at the G League Showcase. He walked into the gym. He said no later did he walk into the gym. Then two teams walked up to him and asked what's going on with Dennis Smith Jr. (laughs) So there are very much interested teams. There are teams out there that are interested in Dennis Smith Jr., the Mavs' second-year guard. And uh, he says that the Mavs' public stance is that they're still not shopping him. Uh, And all the outside executives think that they... That the maps will shop him eventually <laughs> that he will be moved eventually this is it's still the same things not obviously news uh, but then mark stein gets into this whole topic and he said i was blown away by the reaction it's made people so mad to bring it up i don't think that it was i didn't think it was supposed to be a huge surprise when i look at their skill set it's hard to see them being a good pairing talking about dennis and luca and uh and so he goes in goes on that route that's kind of the same route we took we, we mentioned Uh, You know, potential Dennis with junior trades, and it seems like people jump on it, and they get, you know, overly aggressive, and it's just funny to see Mark Stein have the same kind of uh, feelings that we did about it, and uh, people are just really attached to Dennis, and you can understand that. I can understand that for sure. He was, you know, this team had kind of no future. It doesn't look like they were going, didn't look like they were going anywhere, and then all of a sudden, you get Dennis, and we had a whole year of podcasts about him, (laughs) and so... Yeah, we understand. And that.
2: He's, uh, he's such a good guy. Like he's such a uh, a professional. Like ever since he came in, he's been he's been great. Zero great, issues. <clears throat> zero issues. Great to talk to. Great uh, guy to interview. Great, just great guy in general and everything. So, <clears throat> yeah, this young uh, guy that competed in the dunk contest, he was everything we raved about for a whole season. So. It's hard for some fans to think about. And in pretty much every every other scenario in this past draft, every scenario outside of drafting Luca, it wouldn't even ever be a question. Yeah. It's this is the one path because it's never been about Dennis's talent of while we've brought the brought it up on the pod, while Stein has brought it up. No one's saying he's never he's not gonna be a good player. He's gonna he, he is like He's on that path, and he's improved his de- defense and spot-up shooting, all that stuff. It's just when you, they drafted the one player that is a star, that is a bigger star than Dennis. That I mean, that's just the truth, and that is better right now than Dennis, and <clears throat> that it makes that type of fit to where you have to prioritize that person and then see what other things fit. So, in in pretty much every other path outside of another point guard, pretty much every other path in the draft this past summer, whether it's Aiden or Bomba or Jackson or Mikel Bridges or you name it, Knox, and all these people in the top ten, any other guy in the draft, it, you, it's not even a question. You're like, okay, cool. It's Dennis and Aiden. It's Dennis Except and Bomb. Trae Young, it's but De- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Him or Sexton like other point guards, like all these other guys, it's not even a question. But Luka is that star of potential. So that's why Stein and and people across the league are wondering, is this pairing going to work?
0: And then he went on to say, it was one of the last things he said uh before he went and talked about this whole uh JJ Barea story with the Mavericks and um, you know, trying to trying to data data eyes, trying trying to make make data out of the uh uh, like Maverick's physical bodies. There's this whole story. It's very hard to explain. Um I don't am not even using the right terminology for it, but um he said that he if he's the Mavs, then you take the long view. I mean we're we're you know uh we always are kind of the overreaction of okay, well they need to make a move now. If things aren't working right now. They're four games under five hundred and we need to make a move right you know right now to make the playoffs and to do it now and and that that makes sense as fans, as guys that you know, are kind of we're tethered to the Mavericks' success right now, and uh, where we are, and it makes sense that way. But if you think about it, Lucas still a rookie. You know, it seems like we're wasting that. You know, wasting time and the window's closing, but it's not. It's not. It's
2: not closing. <laughs> you know, uh, it. When it, it's just all about. How, we've said this a thousand times. It's all about how the Mavericks view it. If the Mavericks want to win now, and it accelerated the timeline than that than moving pieces like Dennis to fit find other pieces alongside Luca. That would be the route that they could look to explain. But if they are patient like Stein and a lot of us to say hey okay they should be patient. And if they go that route, then yeah, you hold on to him and say, let's see if it can work and take the time. That was <clears throat> once again, if it was any other timeline, if it was Bamba or Aiton or you you name it then we're still preaching patience. We're not yeah. even if it was, unless it, we'll just use Bomba or Jaron Jackson, it's still patience. It's still okay. Like, man, we got two cornerstones. We're just going to, you know, we're slowly heading back up the mountain, you know, as uh, slow as we can. And that, but now, but Luca changed it all. So we're now we have to, now it's a discussion. Everybody would be saying patience and it wouldn't even be a question. If there's another guy, but Luca adds the wrench and kind of splits the fan base a little bit of, and in a sense, it probably it probably splits some of the front office at some points because there's probably people in the front office, some of them saying, "Oh my gosh, like Luca's, like both the, both arguments, Luca could be our Jared Golf, our Pat Mahomes type of, he's on a cheap contract right now, right. let's go, let's win now, let's spend our money all these places and let's go all in right now." And then there's probably people in the front office saying, "Ah, oh, Luca's just a rookie." He's 19 years old. Dennis is still super young. Let's just take the long-term approach and go from there. It's two totally different, and it's okay. Whatever one you're on, we just don't know which one the Mavs are on, and that's why it brings up talk show discussions and, and every, pod discussions and all that stuff, but that's for the Mavs to decide. But there is two different routes, and people can't get mad when we discuss both of the routes, both of the options. Two options are there. Nobody knows what the front office is is on until past the trade deadline. Well said. Definitely well said. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back,
0: let's hear from you, the fan, the voice of the fan, fan voicemails. Let's hear from him.
2: What's up, Nick and Isaac? This is Simbarash. I've got two questions for you. If you were the Mavs GM and you had these two trades sitting on the table,
3: which one would you do? DeAndre Jordan versus Andre Drummond straight up for each other or – stanley johnson for multiple
2: pieces that's my first question my second question is i couldn't find a stat for this but maybe you guys have some more insight i was wondering if you could find out what wesley matthews finishing
1: stats are through contact thanks a lot shout out to the raccoon squad peace
2: well okay first initial thoughts the wesley matthews i'll have to i'll have to look it up we'll have to take time to actually I know that's unless... not
0: a, that's not a publicly available stat so you'd have to okay. you'd
2: have to have some kind of synergy spectrum
0: sports kind of tracking data to to find that out because I don't think that there's anything that you can get to without a subscription to something
2: okay to um that, to that end. the the other one we love Stanley Johnson we did a fake trade for him on a lockdown Mavericks fake mock draft like two years ago we still like Stanley Johnson <coughs>
0: I still like him do you not like Have him? you looked at Stanley Johnson's numbers? Because after he said this, I was like, I was like, oh, Stanley Johnson. He said, and he emphasized multiple pieces. I was like, I was like, yeah, probably. But then I went and looked at his stats. I mean, he's he's averaging 20 minutes a game this year. He's, sh- he's shooting 38% from the field. He's never, this is the highest per- field goal percentage of his career. This is his fourth year in the league. 38% is his highest field goal percentage. 26% from three. He's taken four a game. Uh, Man, like, and then he's not really giving you a ton else, you know, just about four boards, one assist, one steal. And yeah, I mean,
2: I don't know about multiple pieces, but if we, if you could get him for fairly cheap, he's a flyer. He's on a
0: flyer level for me right now.
2: I would pursue it. It would be another Finney Smith type of guy, and I think the Mavericks need uh, more wings sure. at the present moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> uh, I'm. I like Stanley Johnson, uh, DeAndre Jordan for Andre Drummond. Just tell me what phone call I need to make. Yeah, that that's happen. straight up. Good lord, I'm, I'm in on that. I, I'm even in on that.
0: I've been against the the, the DeAndre or the uh, Andre Drummond trade, but he's signed in. He's younger. He you know does similar things and he'll have similar issues. But we'll uh, we'll take it. Yes, there you go. We'll take it. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is uh, from the eight one seven. He's got a he's got a question for us.
3: Hey, I'm going to Chipotle. Y'all want anything? <laughs>
0: Isaac, what's your go-to at Chipotle?
2: <laughs> what's your that's go-to? the funniest thing, voicemail. What on earth? I had to
0: put that one in there. That was so funny. <laughs> I Shout out to, to, to I, you. I don't even know who that came from. I thought it was my friend Dave DuFour first because uh, it sounded like his voice, but that's so funny. Uh, this,
2: that was amazing. So are you a burrito
0: guy? Or are you a burritos? Are you a tacos guy? What do you get at Chipotle? All right, All right listen.
2: I'm super plain, alright. I'm super plain. Oh my God, I'm super plain. Oh my gosh. This is gonna be like your well done steak take. I'm ready for this. I know. I my food takes are bad, guys. <laughs> I don't like rice.
0: That's fine. Here's the
2: thing. I get a burrito and, and
0: I get rice is the Lamarcus Aldridge of foods. Alright, I'm gonna I just wanted to throw that in there. It just <laughs> is, it does I, things, I, it's there, it does its job. I get a burrito, not
2: voting for, and, it for the All-Star. and I get, <laughs> I get chicken, I get beans, and I get cheese, and that's it. So you're like Shea Serrano.
0: That's what he does.
2: Really? I think so. At Freebirds, now Freebirds is much better than Chipotle. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but Freebirds all day, any day, over Chipotle, and I, I prefer the queso at Freebirds because Chipotle tried. To do queso, it's really like salad dressing, but it's horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's my plain
0: uh, burrito. I'm though. the complete opposite. I have to do everything. I make my burritos, and it's essentially a salad. There's so much stuff in it. I put, like, everything everything you could, could put in it. Uh, pico, I do the corn, I do the lettuce. Got to do the guac. I do the guac every time. I just can't
2: not do guac.
0: I know it's extra. You don't have to tell me it's extra. Guac not, is I'm like
2: rabbit like vomit. vomit. All right, well, then I would like to get some
0: rabbits, and uh, I think I would enjoy that.
2: <laughs> I do like seeing guac like, made in front of you at a restaurant. I love Anyway, guac. all right, what's our next voicemail? All
0: right, our next one is from uh, The956. You have to introduce yourself, by the way, on these voicemails, or else I'm just going to call you by your area code. Uh, The956, he has
1: thoughts. All right, Luca, he's good. Just want to get stronger. DSJ, got to go. No vision. Wes Good shot, a little overzealous uh, on defense. Maxi underrated. I, he produces. I want him more on the floor. Barnes, uh, I just wish he had that, that pass uh, whenever he's um, driving, just kick out. There's a lot of open uh, wings. Barnes, <coughs> I'm sorry, Jordan, if he had Maxi and, and Salah's timing on defense, that'd be awesome. He'd be more dominant. JJ, no problems, Mr. Reliable JJ. Jalen, I think he's our future. Derek Fisher, very, very under control. I love that guy. Devin, I love Devin too. Uh, sometimes he's inconsistent, but oh well. Dwight Powell, how the hell are you from Stanford and you don't understand how not to how to travel? It's crazy. Salah, he's like our version of Dennis Rodman. Got to use him the right way. Barry, so much potential. I love that guy too. Just keep working. Uh, off. I mean, he's starting to really learn. He's got to get a shot up quicker. Uh, he, he's doing his thing. Uh, and then uh, Dirk, I'm sorry, Dirk. I love you, but yeah, it's about it's about that time, man. We, we love you though. And uh, last thing is, Ray Spalding, man. Bring Ray in.
0: <laughs> Bring Ray what, in. What what an epic voicemail! A full roster a breakdown. I, we had to put that one in. So many thoughts about this. First of all, Dwight Powell, <laughs> how are you from Stanford? You can't not travel. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Let's Salah is our Dennis Rodman. It's our Dennis
2: Rodman, <laughs> so great. Such a great moment, man. He's completely out on Dennis. I'm like, oh my gosh. But
0: yeah, he said Dennis got to be out. No vision. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching. A, I've been working on a video of the map starters. I understand how you could think Dennis would have no vision. I don't think he has no vision, but he does take an extra beat every single time he gets the ball to make a decision. And that's just the thing that what I'm. What would seeing,
2: you say, Harrison Barnes has?
0: I'm seeing over and over again a
2: thing Wesley Matthews
0: also has. Um, so that's kind of that is a problem. He, he just takes an extra time, which we should expect. He's still a second year, you know, a second year guard, second year point guard. Point guard takes a long time to learn in the NBA, uh, especially if you're having to change your role completely from one year to the next. And so, uh, yeah, I'm 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 slowing down on the Dennis hate uh, on that one. He has vision. It's just it just takes him an extra beat. Not a not a full second, just an extra beat.
2: Um he also said Jalen Brunson is our Derek Fisher. All right, let's talk we have to talk about this. Derek Fisher you, was pretty good. Do you like that? oh come on.
0: Derek Fisher and Phil Jackson have gone through the same exact fate where they are just such weird humans and their after careers have been so bad that you forget how good they were during their career. Now Phil mm. Jackson's obviously an all time coach. Uh, but people don't remember him as that. They remember him as the, uh, what was it, doink? What, what did he tweet out that one time? People just remember that. Or that Gosh. time that he tweeted out a picture of his feet.
2: <laughs> yes, on vacation or so something. So
0: random. Uh, and then Derek Fisher, the whole thing with Matt Barnes, people will just remember that. And then his whole like payday lending thing that he was he's investing in for athletes, like that stuff. Uh, the Knicks coaching thing. Now he's coaching the Sparks. Which yes. is uh, gonna
2: be very interesting and weird. Why why is he still getting like publicity in the world? I don't know.
0: Uh he also was, was completely just ostracized as the the head of the players association. So uh I don't know. He's uh so th- that that all aside, he was a solid point guard. He was a solid point guard next to a ball dominant wing. Which is what you want for Luca and for Kobe.
2: Yeah, sure. He was okay. good.
0: He hit one of the greatest shots of my childhood. He
2: shouldn't have got it off. It shouldn't have counted. 0.4 seconds, he got the shot off. There's no way you can catch a shot and turn around and shoot in 0.4. It's no, dumb.
0: science, Isaac, has proven that you can get a shot off in 0.3 seconds. You need at least 0.3. Get out of here. Science, Isaac. All right, give us the give us the last voicemail. This is from... Do oh, we have another voicemail? Yeah, from 972. Um, he has some, some questions about some other things that we, maybe we've... Uh, not paid attention to as much. Hey, guys.
3: I think I uh, want to talk about uh, one of the low-key things I've been most annoyed about this year, which has been Ryan Brokaw's minutes. Um, I mean, this offseason, we've lost a lot of bench shooting. Uh, got DeAndre to buy a yogi. Uh, Seth is uh, shooting one of the top uh, three-point percentage this year. And, uh, yeah, he uh, signed for very little. Doug, yeah, it's kind of understandable. But... I mean, right now our bench list has no shooting. Uh Brea is streaky, Devin is streaky. Dorian's shooting doesn't seem real. Uh forty five percent of his shooting, but yeah, uh, he's just a liability on offense. Not really shifting sure alignment nowadays. Uh, Brokoff is I don't know, I think he can dribble, I think he can pass. Uh, and his shooting is obviously something I think could give a a lift. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, recording this podcast for regularly, you guys. Get we could have an the All Star game. Thanks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Luca to the All Star game for real. Solid voicemail too. Thanks for that uh, thanks for that voicemail. Um <clears throat> we love Ryan Brokoff, friend of the podcast, been on the podcast before.
3: Um
2: <laughs> By the way, Luca's on every
0: podcast, so I just he's a friend of the pod as well.
2: <laughs> that's true. Brokoff. He's on more dude. podcasts than you are now. <laughs> that's true. Not in totality, <laughs> but um But here's the thing with Ryan Brokoff. We we love Brokoff, but he he can't play the two really. So it kinda he really is kind of limited to playing the three. And he can't play he, the two
0: because he's slow.
2: Yes. So he, he pretty much is limited to playing the three because he can't uh the four would probably be a little stretch for him, but if you had to put him at either the four or the two, where do you think?
0: It just depends on who else is on the floor, <laughs> yes. who else is,
2: is playing against him. There's just so many
0: options. But if I had to pick between just the two of those and the Mavericks personnel, I would want him as the two with like like Dorian out there and Maxi and Dwight as well.
2: True. Yes.
0: You know, I like agree with if that. He's coming off the bench. You know not, not put him with like DeAndre.
2: But at his at the three, it's just difficult because <clears throat> especially now. Rick is starting is is staggering Luca and Harrison and Wes. A lot of them are getting minutes of that three spot whenever it's not the starting unit. And then you look at Dorian, and so then we talked before the season uh, about the matchup between Brokoff and Dorian, and you know Dorian's shot looked like it came around. He's been in the slump here lately. But if he is a part of the future, how can you? You got to figure out how, like, what do you value? Broke off shooting, Dorian's defense. It was a conversation in the offseason, it's a conversation now. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, it's difficult with just their personnel right now of saying, hey, where would he play? Like, Seth can play the one and two like those were two spots he could play both of them yeah to where like trying to find the minutes would probably be a little bit easier like it is finding minutes for Brunson but Brokhoff it's just it kind of limits him to that one position for the most part
0: yes completely and it's it's crazy how far we've come with Dorian as saying you know He's just established himself so much as a you know a bench player and as a starter, sometimes spot starter. We were talking about Brokhoff and, and Dorian, you know, fighting for minutes <laughs> and now yeah. and now we're at this point, but I still wish we could combine the two because Brokoff's shooting is still, you know, way better than Dorian's right now. And you just wish you could just combine them. Just come on guys, just touch this basketball, space jam it up, and you guys just turn into this awesome
2: player. The cool thing about having guys like Brokoff or Brunson or um, even a guy like (coughs) Salah that's like serviceable and stuff, you know, it's this backup center guy. To where if the Mavericks do uh, pull off sometime before the trade deadline, a two for one or a three for two or something like that, to where it feels like we have um, guys at the bottom of the rotation, like a Brokoff or something, and that if they did make one of those trades, that Brokoff could step in and get some wing minutes and and make use of that. <clears throat> if the Mavericks combined a front court player with a wing player in a trade for another front court player, then we feel comfortable with putting Brokoff in there and you know getting 12 to 15 minutes a game. So that's the that's the benefit of having some of these guys that you're like, hey, I think that they they should get minutes and they could play. To where if the Mavericks did condense at some point, then. Uh, yeah, you always got these guys that could step into the rotation. So there you go, guys. We appreciate your voicemails. Appreciate you guys
0: reaching out. Appreciate this week. We broke another record again yesterday for second most downloads ever. Uh, we still haven't beaten the mark in November that we hit, but uh, yesterday was awesome. The Mavericks play the Timberwolves on Friday night. They are currently right now, according to Action Network, they are a five point underdog, and uh, and so they're on the road, which makes sense. <laughs> Hopefully the Mavericks can uh, can give uh, Ryan Saunders his, uh, his first loss.
2: What if, past the trade deadline, on February 8th, Andrew Wiggins is a Maverick? How would you feel? I would have many feelings, Isaac. <laughs> I would
0: have many feelings.
2: <clears throat> All right, watch the games tonight. Hopefully Towns doesn't torch us for 50 and the Mavericks need a good road win. Definitely. Guys, thanks so much for listening to
0: Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.